I want to make a case for spiritual seeking in our modern era with the multiplicity of paths that we have. And if you're watching this video, chances are you are like me, an eclectic seeker who took from many different places the information about spirituality and what is it that I want in life, basically. Without getting into complex language, we have to admit that what we want is to find that peace, that everlasting peace that is promulgated in all sorts of traditions and that we see in people who are spiritual and so on. That's what we are attracted to. There is a, um, a foundation of peace. I want that peace, happiness, and what we call unconditional love. And so if we establish that as what it, our goal is, because we begin with a, uh, a state of being dissatisfied with reality, we are unhappy, we have issues with, of all kinds, especially with ourselves. And so if we establish that, then we are on a good path at this point. So as I have been saying, that which we seek is ourselves. And that sounds pretty empty and it sounds like it doesn't have any substance because how can I seek myself if I am already that? But that's the thing, we have been ignoring it. And so we go into the spiritual paths and all the multiplicities of, and this is just a few of them, to be honest, but these are just the, the main ones that we, uh, that we encounter. And we can put in uh, Buddhism, we can have Taoism and Zen and Hinduism actually, here, Christianity is the same as the Catholic and all the different thousands of belief systems based on Christianity. And we have Islam, Judaism, and occultism is another one that is just a broad general term for all the different kinds of theosophy and the golden dawn and hermetic principles and all these things, right? So when we don't know what we're looking for, and even if we're told on a video like this by a guy on internet saying, all you seek is yourself, you still don't see it. And you say, I have to go and study it. I have to find it in some sort of um, spiritual, uh, tried and true tradition, like any of these or whatever it may be. Uh, it could be paganism, shamanism, you name it. Anything that is spiritual, is the way into yourself. So that is the connective part. We can actually draw a line of these traditions all the way to know yourself or know the essence of reality. It's the same thing. You are the essence of reality. So if you, you seek like I did, I seeked or I, uh, I sought the the essence of reality, what I found was myself. Uh, like the Sufi mystic Rumi said, I look for God and I only found myself. I look for myself and I only found God. So it's the essence of reality, you. Now, why did I wanted to make a case with all of these here? Because 
This is what we are attracted to when we begin our seeking. One of these start attracting us and people go back into Christianity if they were brought up as Christians with, which a vast majority of us did, or they now renounce Christianity and go to Buddhism and say, well, this is going to be my, my belief because it's a little bit more relaxed and so on. But pe these people are still in, in the seeking process. They haven't realized the self yet. That's what they are here. They are traditions and belief systems that allows belief brings us to knowing. Belief alone doesn't work, doesn't help anything because believing is something that you don't have a tangible evidence of, right? So in science, we believe a lot, but those beliefs are not true and they're just beliefs. But those things that are evident to us then that we say is true science. So knowing yourself is the true science. And so all of these have a method or a way to describe the self, you see? Now, what I see in modern society that are interested in learning about themselves is that, again, the path begins with them not knowing what it is that you want. What is it that you're seeking? And so we are attracted to the philosophies that are explained in all of these traditions. And so we are attracted to them and we start believing in them and we start to make sense because they are based on the truth, the ultimate truth. There is no, uh, there is no religion here on knowing yourself, right? There is no belief system here. This is just a knowing. But this knowing is explained in so many different ways. And because what we seek subconsciously, we may not even know it, unconsciously we would say, well, I'm looking for myself. But consciously we just look at, I am looking for philosophies that resonate with me and that uh, bring me closer to this feeling of peace and happiness that I look for. And so what happens is that we get stuck sometimes with some belief system. And this is what I call the rigidity of study. When you study so much one philosophy or one, one way of, of approaching this, you become rigid in your thinking. And I think at this point, I would like to say that this is not a, ca a case against uh, being rigid or not being. I actually don't advocate anything in particular. I'm just um, showing what happens when, when we become uh, too much of something or when something happens simply. It's just an observation. So uh, in any of these, we can become very rigid. And even without getting rigid, the majority of people are stuck in something that is what I call the Confucian stage, right? This would be a Confucian. Why? Because we, um, we are too fascinated, stuck with a uh, all the philosophy and what it's explained, as some people get, especially in these uh, seekings, people become um, very attracted to the magical aspect of it. 
and these um, metaphysical implications and so on. So we, we're stuck and we need, we need to go here. We yearn to be there. Now, how do I know that this is a, a true stage of people in Confucian? Because we begin very uh, dissatisfied with life. And then we continue to move along the line. Any of these, any of these belief systems or methods of explaining, let's just call it methods of explaining the way in which you can know yourself. Um, all of them, they will offer a, a feeling of satisfaction along the way. As we study them, we feel a yes, this is the path. This is what this is what I'm looking for. You see, it doesn't matter if you're in the Islam belief or Hinduism or Zen or occultism, whatever it is that you started studying, you know that you begin with a very dissatisfied perception of reality. And as you start to study any of them or all of them combined, Let's give the two examples. There is the one who studies just one of them and becomes specialized and knows all the little details of it. And that brings a satisfaction to life because you begin to see, yes, this is it. This is it. It talks to me. It talks about God being myself and all of these things and, and so on. And so you get very, very um, in line with your belief system. Or the second one would be the one that says, Oh, look, Buddhism talks about uh, all, all of us being one or being the self and so on. Christianity talks about the mystic, of course, um, the mystical side of Christianity talks about uh, we're all the son of God and so on. And Islam the same, and Judaism the same, and occultism the same. They, they're all talking about the same thing. So whatever you decide to get and you make a, um, a mishmash of all of this, you say, all are talking about the same thing. Oh, yes, I feel so empowered by this. But there is this confusion stage or stagnation. We should, all, should also call it stagnation. Right? You're stagnant there. Why? Because in this process, as you find all the little things that you, you believe that, yes, you don't believe it, you know it to be true. There is a practical application that is missing. And that is the mystical side, which is the little final portal that you need to finally connect all of these things together into one true, one truth alone, which is the self or the essence of reality, awareness, infinity, whatever you want to call it. So I find that a lot of people in modern times are stuck here because there is a, if you forgive me the term, there is a mental masturbation going on all the time with all of the knowledge that we keep getting from videos and documentaries and courses and uh, all types of uh, series of explanations and we study, 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 study. And all we're looking is at the same message explained different ways. Why do we continue to do that? Because we haven't actually reached here. And again, I would say that this 
is describing the spiritual seeker who still is dissatisfied, even if it's a tiny bit in their lives, with whatever it is that's happening. Because this hasn't been realized yet. And so this is the phenomenon that I see in most seekers, which have had a sort of initiation, we could call it, within any of these, or simply, like me, an eclectic approach to all of them. And we follow either one or several of them. We can include here even, if I can, the law of one, but I won't, <laughs> because that's another thing that it's, uh, uh, most people know me for, but uh, it's not even a belief system, it's just another methodology of, of studying the same thing, you see? But I see, of course, in, uh, in the people that study the law of one, that there is still this state of confusion or stagnation because in the end, we just consume a vast amount of information and we can explain things and we can talk to people and say, you have this and he has that and the world needs to be this way and so on. And there's going to happen a harvest and we can talk about all of these things. And yet when we sit down and try to be with ourselves, there is a dissatisfaction coming out. There is a, um, a dukkha, as it says in Buddhism, which is that frustration or dissatisfaction with life. Why? Because this hasn't been realized yet. And I guess the, the important part here is that there is a final step that needs to be taken, no matter if you're going through any of these avenues or if you simply want to do uh, a grouping of them and just find whatever, whatever works for you as a sort of integration of them. It doesn't really matter. What matters is this last part in which you either take the, the long way or as I did, I realized, and this is, this is the beauty of it. If you see that all of them, all of these philosophies are based on the same principle, which is knowing the essence of reality, which is yourself, then why do we need to go through the study of each of them? We don't. So instead, what we will do is from the seeker, right? As Ra says, the seeker seeks the one. The seeker doesn't seek any of these. The seeker seeks the one. So we go straight from seeking to the essence of reality, to the self. So we call this the direct path. This is the way in which we go. We don't have to. And if we do have any of these, we bring it with ourselves. Because no matter where we are, the direct path goes to the source. So it's that last connection, or it could be a direct connection into knowing yourself. Is that the end of the game? Am I finished? Game over once I know myself? No, here's the deal. Once you know yourself, dissatisfaction disappears. That's the only thing that changes. There is no more dissatisfaction. And if there is continuous dissatisfaction, it's because you haven't fully realized yourself. And there is a process, a process of relaxation. You don't fully recover when you relax 
coming out from a, a long trip, right? There is a time in, that needs to be uh, taken for full recovery in relaxation. Rest and recovery, we call it, right? So what we do is that once you see what you were looking for, then you go back to whether uh, it is one of these or a, an eclectic approach where you just simply enjoy anything. You go back to that and you enjoy it without the satisfaction. So again, this is not a case to abandon any of these uh, paths of studying reality, but rather to bring to an end the dissatisfaction. The only thing that the direct path is concerned with is with happiness. People who are not happy, they haven't realized themselves. And all they're doing is playing with all of these books and philosophies and uh, masters and gurus and so on. All they're doing is playing with that. So there is the serious seeker and there is the player. And a lot of times the seekers don't know that they're just playing, playing with the information and not truly putting it into practice. That is the biggest giveaway. When you know that you know a lot of stuff, but you can't put it into practice. And the reason why you can't put it into practice, because you don't know yourself. So it is as simple as that. Now you may say to me, oh, no, 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 no. Which is something that happens a lot, especially in the reinforced belief systems of our society. You may say, well, wait a minute. It takes different incarnations for people to become Buddhas in Buddhism. Christianity, if we can follow it, I mean, Christianity, they would say, no, you're not the son of God. You're just, we'll see if you go to heaven or hell in this, uh, after being born, because you're only born once. But in any case, you know, there is the, the idea that um, uh, you would have to do a lot of good things to eventually, when you die, see what happens to you. Uh, so it can't be that easy. You know, and every one of them has a way in which to say, uh, you're not good enough right now. So you have to go through a, through a lot of suffering. And I have been finding this tension and resistance a lot in my own uh, expression and communication of this message. And so I want to bring it up to say that this is a belief, the belief that you have to suffer and go through a lot of uh, trials and errors and and just, yes, you know, I, I'm enjoying this because, you know, I'm suffering the dark night of the souls and all of this, you know, this is the path, you know, I, I'm, I'm earning this, I'm going through it. That's a circle. You can go on that as well. And you'll be stuck here in the confusion and stagnation, again, going in circles by saying that, yes, you have to suffer because all of them suffer. Now, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, Gautama Siddhartha, he never talked about that, right? He gave us a straight indication into the knowledge of the self. All his teachings were about that. Wait a minute, Jesus never taught about that. He always said, you are uh, the son of the father. We are all the, the children of the father and so on. Uh, Muhammad was another mystic. Right? And so we find the same thing in all of them. They're all talking about the straight 
way into knowing yourself or knowing the essence of reality or whatever language they use back in those days. We're talking about now just knowing that you are the universe. You are the essential part of life, your life itself. And if you can know that, you have awakened. You have nothing else to seek. And whatever you enjoy, it's going to be empowered by this knowledge. Again, knowledge in the sense of gnosis, of simply knowing. So the way in which I decided to go is to leave all of this on the side and go straight into knowing who I am. Who am I? This is what Ramana Maharshi gave us about a hundred years ago, where we synthesize what is called a direct path. It's not a belief system. It's not a religion. It's not a philosophy at all. It is a true investigation, a proper investigation of direct experience to validate the fact that I am the universe. It doesn't get it any more simple than that. It doesn't. In fact, at this point is where people are going to start creating philosophies about Ramana Maharshi's teaching, which has happened all over uh, history. We got a direct teaching from the Buddha or Gautama Siddhartha, and it became philosophy and tradition and so on. Same with Jesus, same with Muhammad. And Judaism has done basically the same way as Abraham, right? So we have uh, occultism is another one that has tried, like theosophy has uh, made up this huge philosophy of all the things that we need to pack. And so people get lost in these studies, in the cons cons uh, consuming of information constantly because they want to develop powers and magics and uh, they want to know all kinds of things and they're ignoring this one piece. And like I said at the beginning of the video, this is based on the simple premise that the seeker is seeking that everlasting peace that is available right now, right now within you. That's what the seeker, the spiritual seeker is eventually going to find. And all the seeking of magic or um, philosophical uh, understandings and the applicability of healing modalities and all of this are all based on this. Which means that if you don't know yourself, if there is a hint of dissatisfaction in your life and you want to get rid of it simply to empower and enjoy your life, then this is the only part that you're missing. Doesn't mean that your, your life is going to change. What is going to change is your dissatisfaction and your happiness is just going to shine. So again, this is just another way of explaining the same thing that I always talk about. Like I have said, there's only one thing I'm interested in talking about and that is the knowing of the self. Why? Because I went through this process. I know what it feels to be stuck, to be in this stagnation point confused with everything that we have been consuming so far as spiritual seekers and still sit down and wonder in our thoughts, am I doing it right? Is this the right way? Why am I doing it wrong that I still can't uh, deal with my thoughts? I still judge myself and so on. 
All of that is happening because you don't know yourself. And that will continue to happen until you know yourself. And that's the, the, the giveaway. As long as you can sit down and find the satisfaction in your own thoughts, that means you haven't found yourself. You don't know what you are. Once you know what you are, all of that disappears. That's all I wanted to share today. Uh, if you're interested, of course, in knowing more of what I do in my work, there is links in the description where you can find out what I'm doing, how I'm helping people. If you're interested, if this is something that resonates with you, let me know. Uh, find out where you can contact me. And with that being said, I have nothing else to say, but thank you for watching this up until this point and for enjoying it. And let's see, where do you go from now? Are you going to still be stuck here? Or are you going to be more interested in knowing who you are? I'll see you in the next video.